And welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told to the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Uh, here, here are news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories, and I am your host, Fred. Um, so here it is drizzly, cold, sli- slicey, which is my new term for slush, and ice is now slice. Uh, here in Portland, Maine, not so uh, wonderful weather, but imagine, if you would, a Christmas time in New York City and what it might be like to starry-eyed young teenage girls innocent from the madness of the world outside and entranced by a mysterious stranger, a man called Bear. Well, that was the scene we got last week with the introduction to Shadow of the Bear, um, the mystery as well as the adventure of this guy named Bear. It is a fairy tale retelling of the Grimm Brothers story Snow White and the Red Rose, which does not have much to do with Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, uh, despite the name. Um, I, too, had to be correct about that, but I, I, I did catch up on the fairy tale. Um, it was adapted, actually, as well from an, a novel originally written by um, Regina Doman, and I think she had a pretty good role in the production of Shadow of the Bear, but we will find that out when we talk to her uh, later on the show. Um, but for now, enjoy the second part. It is a three and a half hours, uh, despite my my um, mention earlier that it was uh, four and a half hours last week. That is not true. Uh, three and a half hours. Uh, still, I, I could go for four and a half hours. It is, is that good. It's uh, very enticing. Um, you know, now that we're a little warmed up into the story, um, things start to happen a lot more quickly. Um, I think you will enjoy um, The Shadow of the Bear, part two. Pretty woman. (gasps) Rob? Trying to get you out of the clouds and back to Earth, kiddo. Uh, Sorry, I was just thinking. Remember that survey I was taking about the prom? No. Answers are in. Survey says Rose should go to the prom with me. With you? Sure. You want to? The senior prom? Sure. But I would have to ask my mom. Still tied to the apron strings, huh? No, not really. But I would have to ask her. So, ask her, pretty woman. It'll be a blast. Thank you. Uh, I have to go to class. Could you move your arm? No problem. I hope you can go. (sighs) The prom. The senior prom. I can't believe it. Guess what? What's wrong? Nothing. Rob asked me to go to the prom with him. Rob? Rob Tersh, of course. I'll have to ask Mom, but I'm so excited. We'll have to go look for a dress and everything. Can you believe it? That's great. That's just great. Is something wrong? No, not really. What? Are you jealous of me or something? Just leave me alone, okay? Has someone been picking on you? Oh, just some friends of Rob's, that's all. I keep on getting asked to the prom, but only as a joke. I'm going straight to the library after school, so you don't have to wait for me to walk home with you. I have violin lessons, so I'll be late anyhow. It's my turn paper on Vincent Van Gogh. I'll be there until dinner time. See you later then. Blanche! Stupid, stupid, stupid. I should have thought about Blanche's feelings before I burst out with my news. Like an idiot. Why can't life be more fair? It's not right that I get all the attention and all the favors. Oh. But I did want to go to the prom so badly. With a nice guy like Rob. Just to see just to see what it's like. Oh, it's just so foul. Maybe I'll go stand by the pond for a while and practice on my violin. At least this park is a bit decent, but there's still those drug needles on the path and the usual trash. Nothing like the country. Oh, I miss Dad so much. 
Bravo. What? I didn't even see him there behind that tree. Oh, great. There's no one else around here, and he's got me trapped by the pond. Are you scared? Why? Do I look like a dangerous character? Yes. Oh, come on. I don't look that sinister, do I? Is it the long hair that frightens you, or the dark glasses? Your clothes are... And you're talking to me. Ah, that's right. In the city, nice people don't talk to each other. Oh, come on. Don't jump into that pond, which I can see you're quite prepared to do. It's not a nice pond, and it's still too cold outside, and you ruin your violin. Which is uh, why I bothered to speak to you in the first place. I enjoyed your little solo. Are you a professional or something? No. I'm just sort of playing for therapy, letting off steam? You're mad at someone. Sort of. Music does do wondrous things for the human passions. I'm Fish, by the way. I'm Rose. I shouldn't have said that. So, you're ticked off? Or is that too personal a question to ask a young girl like you? You're not much older than I am. <laughs> Age is not only counted in years. I can tell a lot about you from your music. So, you're mad at someone. So you're playing out your feelings on your violin. Well, I'm not really mad at anyone. My sister's mad at me, though. Sort of. Should I be telling you all this? It's up to you. Don't worry. I assure you, I don't want to get involved. Hmm, sibling rivalry, huh? It's just that I was invited to the prom and she wasn't. Oh, that. Could have guessed. So she's feeling left out and you want to be sensitive. You can't help how she feels. But I don't want to make her feel bad. Well, you can't help that, can you? You don't understand. My sister's feelings are more important to me than going to the prom. If I had to choose between her and the sky, I'd choose her. Hmm. It's just hard, that's all. Well, maybe you won't have to choose. Maybe she'll get adjusted to the situation. I think you should give her a little space and time. Why are you so free with giving me advice? It's just an excuse to talk to someone. You'd better get home now. This park isn't safe after dark. What makes you think I'm afraid of anything? Oh, I know you're not afraid of anything. At least you think you're not. That's why I'm sending you home. Thank you for the advice. <sighs> Some girls. He talks as though he's just ages older than I am. Why are guys either so smart or so immature? There's just no happy medium among them. But he's right. I should get home. said you had to be the strong one all the time. I know. Blanche, I'm sorry I'm such an idiot. It's not your fault. I'm the one who's behaving so sillily. <laughs> sillily? It's hard sometimes to be happy for other people's happiness. It just takes time. It's just that... I've, I've always wanted to go to a dance. And now I'm a senior, and I'll never get a chance to go to a prom. <laughs> Stupid. No, it's not. It's your prom. You deserve to go, not me. <laughs> so, what are you going to do? <laughs> ask Rob to take me instead? I could ask him. <laughs> He'd only laugh in your face. Spare yourself. <laughs> Oh, Rose, it's okay. I'll be fine. I'll even go look for dresses with you if you still want me to. But now I feel miserable. I don't want to go anymore. Shut up. You've got to go. You can't always be bothering about me. It's all right, Rose. I'll get over it. I'm oh, sure you will. Oh, by the time I'm 60, at least. 
These are the sort of things that scar people for life. Oh, come on, I'm not that shallow. There will be other dances. In college, definitely. Yeah, dances I probably won't get asked to. Oh, Blanche! You never know. You never know. So where are we going to find a prom dress? Look, the roses are getting tiny green leaves. Goodbye, my darlings. I looked up the addresses of a bunch of thrift stores in the phone book. We'll take the subway downtown and check them out. You may only find old wedding dresses. That's all they had at the thrift stores back home. <laughs> so I'll dye a wedding dress blue and wear it. Nobody has to know. I'm sure I can find something. It's a wonderful advantage to know how to sew. Go ahead, say it. You don't think this is gonna work. Go ahead, say it. My breath is precious. Why should I waste it? It would be nice to get some support from you once in a while. I only give you the truth. All right. Sorry. Who knows? It might work. Look, someone wants these things bad enough to kill for them. Why not let them know that we have them? Because that's the one thing Father Raymond didn't want anyone to know. That's why. <sighs> Has it ever occurred to you that that's probably why he got killed? Look, let's talk about this later. I'll see you. Hey, God be with you, okay? Okay. Okay. I can't believe you bought two dresses, Rose. Eight dollars a piece. You can't beat a bargain like that. I think you should have just bought the blue one. Oh, I like the skirt. But the red one was just so cute. The blue one was more modest. The skirt on the red one hits just above the knee. That's Mom's rule. Then why did you buy the blue one? Because the blue one's more modest. <laughs> you are hopeless. Well, I figure if I wear the blue one, I'll look like a princess. If I wear the red one, I'll look like a ballet dancer. So I'll just wait to see how I feel like looking on the prom night, and then I'll decide. Whatever. And we can have a dress for you in case someone asks you to the prom. No one is going to ask me. Or we can just save it for the next dance. The next dance. Okay. I'm glad you found something. Oh, it was a good day, shop. And it's still early. Hey. Why don't we go to that flea market we saw on the last block? Okay. I wonder if it's like the ones in New Jersey. Bet you it is. Come on, I'll buy you something. Rose, <laughs> you don't need to buy me something. <laughs> How's the market on religious art these days? Going well. Why, you got something for me? That's a possibility. I see. Hey, don't I know you? Maybe. Here's the piece. Whoa, that's pretty. Is it hot? Could be. How much? Hmm. I like it, but it's out of my market. You want to talk to Frederico? Where can I find him? He's just down that way. Tell him Ralph sent you. Appreciate it. Hold on to your purse. Blanche, why are those men selling watches out of suitcases hidden in their coats? Because the watches are probably stolen. Oh. I guess we shouldn't buy them then, should we? No. Look at these books. I wonder if there's any Chesterton here. He's so hard to find. Hmm, I don't know. These look like Hindu books. <gasps> look, there's Mr. Freet. Hi, Mr. Freet. Uh, who in the blazes are you? I'm Rose Breer. I've seen you at my school, St. Catherine's. Aren't you our principal's brother? The one who owns the art gallery? Why do you want to know? Just being friendly. 
Well, your friendliness has cost me my keys. Look at them underneath that grate there. Oh, my goodness. Let me try and get them. Yes, use your hands and not your mouth. Oh. Ow. It's no use. My hands aren't small enough. You try, Blanche. I'm so sorry, Mr. Freet. Hold on. I think I have something in my purse. Let me check. Great. Oh, there's my crochet hook. Let me see. Let me just... There. Here they are. We're very sorry we startled you. Older people startle easily. You should know that. Where's that book I dropped? What were you reading? None of this Eastern mumbo-jumbo about nonviolence and vegetable rights. I was actually looking for a volume on the pre-Christian Gnostics. Hopeless quest. I was looking for some G.K. Chesterton. Oh, you read that old windbag? <laughs> I thought they'd buried him for good. I never read anyone else who talked so much and made no sense. Don't let his idealism fool you. He said he spent most of his life being unreasonably happy. He died a happy man. I find that impressive. Oh, you do, do you? <laughs> I... Uh, hmm. What's wrong? What are you... <gasps> Look, Blanche! Isn't that bear over there? I think Mr. Freed is looking at him, too. No, he's not. It's... It's the gold. What's that gold thing? Mr... Mr. Freed? He seems to have gone away in a hurry. Am I crazy, or is that really Bear? That's him, all right, in the trench coat and glasses. He's selling something out of a case hidden in his coat. What is that gold thing he's got? It looks like a chalice. Are you sure that's Bear trying to sell that chalice over there? He looks different. I'm sure. That's how he looked when I saw him on the school grounds before he came to our house. Look, I guess the man he was talking to didn't want it. He's going away. Make sure he doesn't see us. Let's go talk to him. Rose, what if he stole that chalice? Where would he steal a chalice from? Maybe from that church he took us to, St. Lawrence. Well, we can ask him. Come on. Where did he go? Rose, come on, stop. He just disappeared. He probably wanted to disappear. Let's go home. Oh, how frustrating. Rose, has it ever occurred to you that Bear keeps parts of his life secret from us for a reason? Like what? What, do you really think he's a thief? I don't know. I just don't want you to be disappointed in him. Are you? I don't know what I think. He's a mystery to me. A not completely comfortable mystery. She was a phantom of delight when first she gleamed upon my sight. I feel like I've been transformed into a butterfly. Every time I move, something sparkles. How do I look? I wish you'd worn the other dress. The skirt on this one's too short. I sort of like it that way. It's daring, isn't it? I can't believe that it's really prom night. At last! I'm sure you'll have a good time. Let me spray your hair one more time, Rose. Mmm. That's the going out for the night smell. I remember how you and Dad used to go out. I remember. Did you used to do your hair like this when you were a teenager? Something like it. My older sisters wore their hair like this. Funny how some styles keep returning. It's sort of like a continuity with the past. I like it. Thanks, Mom. You look lovely, Rose. I wish they wouldn't have called me into work tonight. It makes me nervous not being here when you're out. I almost think I should have volunteered to chaperone. But, Mom, I'm only going to a banquet hall and then back to the school for the after-prom. There's really nothing to worry about. I'd feel better if I knew this boy. You'll be out so late. Suppose something should happen. What could happen? I know your number at the hospital. If anything happens, I'll call. Well, come home straight from the after prom by one o'clock and call me at the hospital when you come in. 
Well, suppose Rob wants to leave early and go to a party at his parents' house. He had said something about that before. If his parents are there, that's fine. But I still want you home by one. Is his phone number in the book? I wrote it on the refrigerator for you. I'll be all right, Mom. Don't worry. I'll get it. Hello, Rob. Hi. You ready? Sure am. Come in. Uh, the others are waiting in the car. Oh, okay. Hold on. I'll be right out. Well, hello there, Rob. Hi, Mrs. Breer. Come in, won't you? Okay. Um, Mom, this is Rob Tersh. And Blanche, you already know Rob. We've met. Rob, I've told Rose that she has to be home by one. You can go to the after-prom party at the school from midnight till one. But then I'd like her back here. All right? Sure, Mrs. Breer. No problem. Um, well, I guess we should go. Goodbye, Mom. Goodbye, Blanche. Oh, I wish I had a camera. You look lovely. Have a good time. I'll call you when I get home. Have a good time. Well, there she goes. I am half sick of shadows, said the Lady of Shalott. TV in every room. We'll be going there later, right, Rose? Right. Well, here we are. Gosh, Rob, come on. Aren't you going to drop us off at the door? We'll get wet. Jeez, I have an umbrella. We should have gotten a limo instead of getting this creek to drive up. Well, this is it, pretty woman. You ready? Give me your arm. Here we go. Well, I'm off. Remember to lock the door after me. Are you sure you'll be okay here alone? I'll be fine. Okay. If I can come home early, I will. Bye. We're cutting out of here early. Why? These things get old real quick. We're going back to my house for some real fun. Will your parents be there? What? You can't go anywhere unless there's a parent present? Are we still in kindergarten? Uh, no, it's just that... Sure, my parents will be there. I wake to sleep and take my waking slow. I feel my fate in what I cannot fear. If I keep reading about Vincent Van Gogh, I might end up feeling suicidal myself. It's not as though I really wanted to go with anyone from school anyhow. to you? It's definitely not the way it was before. Oh, no, it looks fine. Your hair looks stunning. Where'd you have it done? The hairstyling place did mine, but I think it looks gross. Oh, my mom did it. Really? You'd never know. Where'd you get your dress? It's cute. Uh, yours is nice, too. Thanks. I paid an arm and a leg for it. So, how are things going with Rob? Good, I guess. It's our first date. Why? Oh, you never know. He's a pretty nice guy, I guess.
What? Who could that be? It's Bear. He's never been here when I was alone. That's no White. Can I come in? Sure, I guess. Sorry, I'm all wet. Can I put my coat anywhere? It's fine there. Where's Rose? She's at the prom. Prom? What prom? The senior prom. Don't you remember? We bought dresses for it last month. Oh yeah, that's right. I thought she was a junior. She went with a senior. Uh-huh. Who? Rob Tersh. Oh yeah, the smart-talking guy in the subway. He's really kind of nice. They're going to the prom banquet, and then to an after-prom party from 10 to 1. Well, it goes on until late in the morning, but Mom said she had to be home at 1. So where's your mom? She's working till 3 o'clock this morning. This should have been her night off. But they needed her unexpectedly because the alternate nurse got sick. That's lousy. I don't know how your mom handles working so hard. So what are you doing home? Doing my term paper. You're a senior, aren't you? Why aren't you at the prom? I'm not interested and no one asked me. You don't feel bad about not going, do you? How am I supposed to answer that? Hey, Br'er, I'm talking to you. Why don't you just shut up, okay? Now he'll go away. I hope he locks the door behind him. What's that? Is that my piano? my piano? Blanche, why don't I take you to the prom? Take me to the prom? You don't have to do that. It's your senior prom. You should go. No, thank you. Blanche, I'm going to take you. I can tell you want to go. I don't want to go. And besides, I don't have tickets. Then we'll just go to that after-prom party you said they were having at the school. That starts at midnight, right? I don't have a dress. Oh, come on. I know you girls have stuff. Didn't Rose just pick up two dresses that last time I was here? But I don't have any shoes or jewelry or... So what? Wear sneakers. We'll go casual. Come on. I know you want to go. Bear, I really don't mind not going. Liar. Well, what are you going to wear? Leave it to me. I'll find something. Something? We don't have much time. It's not even ten. We have time until midnight. That will give us both enough time to get ready, right? Look, I don't... Come on. Realistically speaking, can't you get a prom dress on in an hour? I guess so. There. I'll be back in about an hour and a half to take you. Okay, Cinderella. I'm going to get something to wear. You get into your glass slippers, and I'll be back by 11.30. It's time to party, baby. Beer's in the fridge. Where are your parents? Hmm. They must have run down to the store to get some snacks. They'll be back. Come on, let's get the movie started. Maybe I should call my mother. Want a beer? Uh, no. Come on. Okay, suit yourself. Want a soda? Yes, please. Coke? 
Wait, if you're drinking, who's driving us home? Manny. He's the designated driver. Over there. Whoa, he looks busy. Uh, what's this movie again? Casablanca. You're going to love it. The blue dress that Rose bought in case she wanted to look like a princess. This is crazy. I am never going to be able to wear this. I'm sorry, Bear. It was really sweet of you to want to take me to the prom. But I just can't go. It's ridiculous. I'll make you look like a fool. No, I mean, why should I go and give everyone else the chance to make fun of me? <sighs> All right. I'll give him a chance. Hi, Princess. You look spectacular. Where did you get a tuxedo at this hour? <laughs> a buddy of mine has an uncle who used to own a tuxedo shop. His uncle gave him this suit. I thought it might fit me. It looks great. Um... Sorry about my hair. I tied it back, but there's not much you can do with dreadlocks. I guess this will be a beauty and the beast date. Let's skip it if I'm supposed to be the beauty. I don't see a problem. <clears throat> hey, uh, I like your shoes. They're my Chinese slippers. They were the only thing I could find that matched. They're not exactly dress shoes. I guess we are an odd couple, aren't we? You know, I don't care. Let's go. That's the spirit. <laughs> Shouldn't you call your mom? Oh, yes. Hold on just a minute. No, there's nothing wrong. It's just that Bear came over and he wants to take me to the prom. Good. Well, I'll see you then. Love you too. Bye. She said to have a good time. And she's coming home early, so she'll be here when we get back. We're off. All for St. George. That's the English battle cry that soldiers would say when they were going... Never You got the picture. All for St. George! Amen. Oh, hold on, you're pulling me so fast. Made it. And there's the bus. It's too far to walk at night. I can pay. My treat. <laughs> you know, I feel so giddy. It's like I've been drinking. You're drinking in the joy of life. There's so much opportunity for drinking deeply of it, and we very rarely do it. Every once in a while, you just have to decide to go out and do something very crazy and very right, just to dare yourself to live. I don't mean doing something stupid and destructive, just something fun and good and beautiful. Otherwise, you'll be a drone like everyone else, following the crowd instead of joining the great dance of life. We're in the dance right now, consciously. It makes you feel alive. I do feel alive. You look alive. See, I told you my parents had a TV in every room. Why don't we watch it in here? It's much quieter. In the bedroom? It's my parents. They won't care. Come on, we can stretch out here. Rob, I Here, don't... you don't want to miss this part. Do you like Ingrid Bergman? Oh, yes. She's beautiful. This is a great scene coming up with Bogart. Just watch this part with me. It's good. Relax, won't you? Boy, you're tense. I'm not going to eat you. I just... What's wrong with a little privacy? Sit back with me and relax for a while. We'll watch the movie. You'd get really distracted if you were out there in that crowd. All right. Sit back here with me. Rose, you're really beautiful. 
Do you know that? Thank you. What? What's wrong? I want to kiss you. Come here. No, no, I don't want to. Why not? I think I should go. Look, Rose, you are staying here with me. This is so romantic of you, Rob. But first, I really, really need to go to the bathroom right now. What? You do have a bathroom, don't you? Right over there. Excuse me. <sighs> Narrow escape, you fool. Scheming jerk! Okay. Okay. Okay, sister. So he has you trapped. Now, God, you better help me and help me quick. Hmm. I wonder if I can fit through that window. Hmm. Only about a 20 foot drop. But maybe I can reach that fire escape. Let me just get these rotted sandals off. Ugh. Okay. Here goes. Wait. Maybe I should just turn on the faucet so it doesn't suspect. <clears throat> Whoa. Oh. <sighs> Thank God for pull-ups in gym class. Now, let's get that ladder down. I hope he doesn't guess what's going on outside the window. See you later, Bogart! So this is called an after-prom? It's a party the school gives so that the students don't feel they have to go out and drink all night. I see. Rose and Rob are supposed to be around here someplace. Do you want to go in and dance? If you want to. Okay. Let's dance. What? I said, do you want to dance? Okay. That ranch over there? Isn't he the drug dealer that hangs around the schoolyard sometimes? I guess Rose isn't here. Where would she be? At a party with Rob. Hmm. Hey, what's up, big man? Who's that? He's seen me around. I don't like this. Of course there are no taxis around here. There's a police car. Sir? Yeah? What is it? I think I need help. You do? Yes, I need to get home and I don't have any money. What happened to you? I, I was out with a guy and, and he tried to take advantage of me, so I ran away. You thinking of pressing charges? I'd like to talk to my mother first. <sighs> okay, well, what's your name? Rose Beer. Uh, 1020 uh, Rosecrans. Um, I'm sorry to bother you. Wait a second, uh, Rear. Hey, uh, doesn't your mo uh, mom work down in the emergency room at NYU? Yes, sir. Her name is Jean. Yeah, yeah, Jean. Yeah. yeah, I know her. Hey, you live near here? Tyson Street? Oh, nah, that's not far. All right, getting back. But next time you go out, bring money for a taxi, okay? You know, please don't have time to do taxi service for every kid in New York. Thank you.
I wish I could just have consistent feelings about Bear. Is he trustworthy or not? Yeah, talk about a brute. Tom said he knows the guy. He's a dealer who hangs out around here sometimes. Open that window for me, will ya? I wonder if Blanche knows what she got herself into. Probably so desperate for a date she didn't really care. Is this guy the same one who cheated Tom out of $50 last week? No, that was some other guy they both know. But Tom swore he's mad enough to call the cops I've got to get out of here before something happens to Bear. You selling anything tonight? Shut up. You look awful fancy. What's going on? Nothing. You got a problem with that? Hey, just asking. Jeez. This isn't looking good. Tom swears he'll call the police on this guy. Tom? Tom's close enough to getting kicked out of school before graduation as it is. He'll talk like that, but he's too scared to do anything that would ruin his chance of an athletic scholarship. Did Shannon tell you what happened to them last night? Uh-oh. Look who's here. They've seen me. Too late now. Hey, Blanche. Oh, get rid of the cigarettes. Watch your step, immaculate complexion. Oh, sure. I've got to find Bear. There you are. Come on. Where are we going? On the dance floor. For a little bit, at least. What happened? I can't say now. Don't you like this song? I don't know how to dance to it. Just pretend. Bear, what's going on? I can't tell you. Why not? Blanche, please. I need you to trust me. Well... I don't know how to dance to this music. You want to learn? You know how? Trust me. It goes like this. That was incredible! You were the envy of every girl in the gym for five minutes. That was the first time I've ever liked dancing. Because that was real dancing. Who are you? Really? Excuse me. Young man, I'd like to speak with you. Dr. Freet, is there... This person is not allowed on school premises. What? What are you talking about? This is your only warning. I'm fully prepared to call the police. Am I causing trouble? I'm just escorting my friend here to her prom. Is that a crime, Dr. Freet? It's not because of what you're doing. It's because of who you are. Now get out of here. Blanche, do you want to stay? No, thank you. I think I'd rather go home now. If you'll allow me to get my escort's coat, Dr. Freet, we will be leaving. Show them to the coat room. I'm sorry this happened. Bear, I had such a wonderful time. You did? I'm glad you took me. Great. Let me help you over that puddle. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. Forget it. 
Just forget it. Blanche. I... I trust you. Hey there. Get behind me. What do you want? That's what we're wondering about you, big man. We were wondering if you happened to bring back the 50 bucks you ripped off from my buddy here last week. You're mistaking me for someone else. Yeah, sure. We paid one of your boys for four hits, and when we got it, there were only two. What's up with that? I don't mess with shaky stuff. You take it up with him. Why are we supposed to believe that? I don't think you picked the right time to talk to me. Oh, I think we picked the right time. Seems you'd be in a more generous mood now, anxious not to get into any trouble. I can get into trouble anywhere I want. I haven't got a reputation to whitewash. Well, if it was your friend who gypped us, maybe you'd be willing to make up the difference. I haven't got any money. Even if I did, I wouldn't give it to you. Any money would be okay. Maybe your girl could help us out. You're very funny, moron. Tell you what, you push off right now, and I'll agree to forget you said that. Get him! Run! I've got you. Who are you? Come on, I've got you. Chin up. I can't. Bear, she's blacked out. Blanche! Blanche! She's out cold. I'll carry her. Better get a taxi. It's gonna be pretty hot around here soon. Righto. car in front of it? Oh, uh, yeah. Driver, change of address. We're going to Manhattan. Hey, look, I don't want no trouble here. We've got the money. Don't worry. All right. Bear, what are we going to do with this girl? I've got a plan. Great. Come on, Blanche. Where are you? Hey, I thought you said your sister was home. She's supposed to be, but no one is answering the door. Ah, these kids. Don't you have a key? No. Ah, early retirement from the out. Oh, I don't know. Okay, okay, come here. Where's your mother? At work. Okay, what's the number? You do know it, don't you? 667-7844, extension 62. Emergency room. Yeah, yeah, let me speak to Jean Breer. Hey, Jean, this is Officer Cerati. I've got your daughter Rose here. Yeah, 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 she's all right. She doesn't have the key to her house. Uh... Yeah, yeah, that would be very helpful, yes. Okay, I'll be waiting with her. Your mother's coming home. You can wait with me in the car until she gets here. Thank you. I wake to sleep. Take my waking slow. I feel my fate and what I cannot feel. I learn by going, where I need to go. Where am I? It's soft. A bed? What? This place looks like a palace. It 
must be after three in the morning. I think I'm in some kind of tower. A penthouse? What? Where's Bear? Where are my shoes? There's my coat. So is Mrs. Foster okay? Yeah, but she's real shaken up. That's Bear's voice. But who's that other guy? I called Steve before I left, and he's coming down from the university tonight. <sighs> the place was trashed, Bear. Completely. And it's gone. Yes. I could kick myself. And you. I wanted to move it to a safer place, but you just had to have it around to use as bait for antique dealers. It was worth a shot, wasn't it? Not really, considering what's happened now. Do you think this guy is still a figment of my imagination? I guess not. He's doing exactly what we predicted he would do, if he existed. The question is, can we stop it now that we've started it, before someone else gets hurt? Okay, I get the hint. We'll go underground a bit further. Bear, no more of this visiting stuff. We're in danger. Anyone who knows us is in danger, and not just from drugged-up teenagers with quick tempers. I didn't know things would get so out of hand at the prom. The point is, you never should have gone. You shouldn't have been seen anywhere near that place. How do you know that's not how he found out about us? You're right. I guess I thought, it's been a long time, I'll take the risk. Well, Dr. Freed sure hasn't forgotten you. Those kids going after me, mixing me up with Shaky's goon? That couldn't have been part of the bigger picture, could it have been? Who knows? I don't know. I don't think so, but we don't know who this guy is. We don't know what kind of weapons he has. All we know is what he wants. I'm sorry. There's nothing to apologize for, but Bear, this is the end of the Lady Friends. I know. I should never have drawn them into this. Bear, how much do these girls know about you? I know you've been discreet, but girls like to talk, and if they start to... Look, six... if you're suggesting that the Brers were the ones who ratted on us, you'd better shut your big mouth right now. Take your paws off me, big brother. My, touchy on that subject, aren't we? I'm in no mood for jokes. Okay, I'm sorry. But no more fraternizing, okay? I'm taking off. Get rid of that girl as soon as you can and follow me. Rendezvous number 32, got it? Right. What about the other ones? That's my department. I'll keep them safe. I'm the brains of this operation, remember? Thank God for that. I'll take care of them. If I were you, I'd be worrying about what I was going to say to Steve when he sees the suit you borrowed from him. If he doesn't kill us for putting his mom in danger, I doubt he'll kill me for this. <laughs> Good point. Bear? Blanche, you're awake. What happened to you? I have this medical condition where I faint sometimes. Mother says it's a stress reaction. Poor kid. Probably the last thing you needed tonight was to end up in a fist fight. I guess I must have given you a scare. Well, yes. Especially when you didn't come to right away. I was going to take you to the hospital. I think I fell asleep. I'm sorry. Well, it's not as though you could help it. It looks like you cut your cheek. Is that from when the guy shoved you? I guess so. It's okay. Bear, where are we? No place important. Come on, I've got to take you home. It's after three. Your mother must be freaking out. Well, Mom trusts me with you, so maybe it's okay. Yeah, but I'd better get you home. I don't know what you'll think of me now that I bring you home all bruised like this. Bear, what's wrong? Look, it's nothing to do with you. Don't worry. It's just something I've got to take care of. Hey, are you sure you're all right? I'm just dizzy. Give me your arm. Oh, you don't have to carry me. I've got you. 
Just close your eyes and forget all about this. I'll take you home. There. He'll take you home. Won't you come with me? Okay. You're leaving us for good, aren't you? Yes. We'll miss you. Maybe we'll see each other again someday. I hope so. Are you going to say goodbye to Rose and Mother? I think you'll need to do that for me. I will. I trust you, Bear. I'm sorry I made you go to the dance with me. It really turned into disaster. I don't think I'm sorry. I... What? It's all right. You don't have to say anything, Blanche. No, it's not that. It's just that... I'll forget it. Blanche? <sighs> Drat. Blanche, I'm sorry I... It's just that I think I fall in love with you. That's all. Blanche? <laughs> Excuse me. What? All for St. George! Did, did I just miss something? And that was The Shadow of the Bear Part 2. Uh, uh, we also had the opportunity to talk to Andrew Schmeidick and uh, Regina Dumont, uh, author as uh, author of the novel and then uh, producer of the drama, uh, Andrew. Uh, they had some really interesting things to say about adapting this work, uh, what it was like to adapt it, um, how they got inspired to produce this work, um, all that good stuff. That'll be coming up in a special episode. Uh, we've had, historically, Ready to Drum Revival has aired um, interviews is p replacement for um, the story part of the podcast. Uh, and I'm sort of discontinuing that a little bit. I love the interviews, but I don't want to um, replace them with story programming. As, an, as a half-hour show, it's not like there's a lot anyways. Um, so we're going to be releasing that as a bonus episode. Um, expect that out uh, maybe Monday or Tuesday of this week. Try to break up um, the long week where you do not have a new Radio Drama Revival pod. Um, so next time, uh, we are moving on. We're going on to 19 Nocturne Boulevard. We will not actually be talking anything horror, though. Um, 19th Nocturne Boulevard wants to show that they've got legs in other genres other than horror, and they did a great job with a piece by Saki. And, oh, I'm probably doing murdering that. Um, but... Uh, producer Julie Hoverson did a great job adapting three little short stories, put it within another story. Um, kind of a, a it's it's a fun, really fun how the production came together. Um, again, it's kind of lighter fare than what we often have on here on the show, which I kind of think is a good thing. You know, get get rid of a little bit of the doom and gloom. Um, if you're a hardcore horror fan, don't worry, there's plenty more of that lined up later down the road. Um, but for now, um, it, it's more on on a fun note. Is this piece we'll be having with Saki next week? Um, 19th Doctor Turn Boulevard, as well as a bonus episode. 
episode. Um, again, interviewing uh, Julie Hoverson of 19th Nocturne Boulevard, who is, again, another one of these rising stars of audio drama. Really excited to talk to her. Um, finally, we'll be closing the month um, on tr- Christmas Day with a Christmas Carol. I'm going to rush that pod so it's actually up on Christmas Day. Um, probably not going to go and open any presents. I'm going to be working that podcast for you. But when you get your bring brand new shiny um, MP3 player that morning, go hit up um, iTunes, search for Radio Drama Revival, um, listen to A Christmas Carol, um, play it through your speakers back home, show everybody how cool um, audio drama can really be. Um, all right, that's uh, all I got for the ha- uh, holiday mood for the moment. Um, thanks so much for tuning in. Um, talk to you next week. And until then, keep your mind and your ears open. Uh, thanks for tuning in and have a great week.